story time by our favorite English author, Enid Blyton, Amelia Jane again. The last chapter, chapter 12, Amelia Jane and the Drum. All the toys were as quiet as could be because Nanny was in the room ironing. None of them ever moved or spoke when anyone was in the room. Bump, bump, went Nanny's iron over the ironing board. Bump, bump. Tom and the baby doll were feeling proud because Nanny had washed their clothes that morning and was now ironing them. How clean and pretty they would look in their freshly washed clothes. Nanny finished ironing the little jackets, trousers, petticoats and dress. She went to the nursery fireplace and hung the little clothes on the brass rail round the guard to air. Then she went out of the room to dress the children up nicely for their afternoon walk. Tom spoke up as soon as she had gone. Doesn't my jacket look lovely? Just look at it hanging there, so bright and clean. And look at my lacy petticoats, said the golden-haired doll, pleased. They will feel so nice and clean when I put them on again. Amelia Jane walked out of the toy cupboard and the toys followed her. What shall we play at? asked Amelia. Let's play Ring a Ring of Roses. No, it's really too hot, said the clockwork clown. Nanny has got the fire on today and the sun is pouring in through the window. It's too hot to do anything but sit about and talk. I want to play, said Amelia Jane. So of course she made them all play with her. She was such a big doll and so strong that usually the toys just had to do what she told them. So there they were, tearing round and round in a big ring on the floor, singing Ring a Ring of Roses in their small high voices. All fall down, they cried, and down they all fell. The clockwork clown wouldn't get up again. No, really, it's too hot, he said. You look very hot yourself, Amelia Jane. You look red and ugly. Let's sit quietly and talk. Dear me, if you're as hot as all, that I'll open the window for you, said Amelia Jane, who was feeling the heat herself by now. No, don't do that, said the teddy bear. Nanny said she didn't want the window open because the wind was so strong. I shall do as I like, said Amelia Jane, and as usual, she did. She went to the window seat, climbed up on it, and got onto the window sill. She undid the catch of the window and swung it wide open. In came the wind at once. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, Amelia Jane, how naughty you are, cried the clockwork clown. The wind has blown over the vase of flowers on the table. Look what a mess the water is making. Nanny can clear it up, said Amelia. And oh, look, 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 suddenly squealed the golden-haired doll. The wind is blowing our clean clothes off the guard into the fender. They'll go into the fire. Oh, oh, what shall we do? Shut the window, Amelia Jane. But Amelia Jane couldn't. It had stuck, and she wasn't strong enough to pull it back again. She stared at the little clothes blowing off the guard. The prettiest lace petticoat blew right into the fire and was burnt up. Oh, screamed the golden-haired doll. There goes my best petticoat. Oh, you bad mischievous doll. 
Amelia Jane didn't know what to do. She certainly was a bad doll, but all the same, she didn't want to see the clothes burnt in the fire. The toys would never forgive her. She called loudly, "Nanny, Nanny, come quickly!" But Nanny didn't come, so Amelia Jane called again, "Nanny, Nanny!" Still, Nanny didn't come. She didn't hear. Oh, what shall I do? cried Amelia Jane. The golden-haired doll sobbed. Tom glared at Amelia. Then Amelia had a bright idea. She rushed to the toy cupboard. She reached right to the back of it and took out the toy drum. She found two sticks, and then she went to the nursery door and banged hard on that little drum. Rumpty tumpty tum, rumpty tumpty tum, rumpty tumpty tum. You should have heard the noises. My goodness, it was deafening. Nanny heard it. The children heard it. They listened in great astonishment. That's my drum! cried the little boy. Who is playing it? Who can it be? The two children and Nanny ran to see. As soon as Amelia heard them coming, she flung the drum down on the floor and raced back to the toy cupboard with the toys. They sat down there and kept as still as could be. Nanny and the children could see nothing at all when they came into the nursery, except the little drum thrown down on the floor with its two sticks lying beside it. How funny! Said Nanny. Who played the drum and why? Nanny, Nanny, the doll, the doll's clothes are blowing off the guard into the fire! Cried the little girl. Oh look! Nanny rushed to save them. Alas, they were all dirty again now, and would have been, would have to be washed and ironed once more. And one petticoat was quite gone. Who opened that window? Said Nanny crossly. I left it shut. I knew the clothes would blow into the fire if the wind came into the room. And look, it's blown over the flowers on the table too. What a mess! I wish I knew who had opened that window. They deserve a good telling off. Amelia Jane went red. The toys looked at her and nodded their heads. Yes, she did deserve a good telling off. When Nanny and the children had gone out for their walk, the baby doll spoke angrily to naughty Amelia Jane. I shan't be able to wear my clothes today, all because of you, Amelia Jane. Nanny is right. You do deserve a good scolding. And what about my clothes too? Said Tom gloomily. My trousers were scorched by the flames. They will never look so nice again. Just round the waist. Amelia Jane was very red. She took off her new hair ribbon and held it out to Tom. You can have this to tie round your waist for a sash, she said. Then it will hide the bit that is scorched. And golden-haired doll, I will give. I will get six of my little handkerchiefs and sew them together to make a small petticoat for you. Well, it is nice of you to try and make up for what we have lost," said the golden-haired doll. "Perhaps we won't be cross with you after all." Well, I did think of the drum and beat it to get somebody here to rescue your clothes," said Amelia Jane. "Didn't I?" "Yes, that was clever of you," said Tom. "All right, we'll forgive you this once, Amelia." But don't be silly again. End of chapter.